What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coast Coast Podcast. And today we'll be doing the 2015 NBA redraft. A lot of names in this draft know not only guys that uh, we're going to be drafted tonight, but a lot of guys that really had a lot of promise that we thought in this league. Um, you know, one of the members of the one of the best teams of all time in basketball that failed to make the national championship, at least 33 and 0, uh, the Kentucky Wildcats. Um, you know, see guys like Willie Collie Stein in this draft, the Aaron Her- the Harrison brothers, uh, Tyler Eulis, I believe, was on that team. Uh, but then the guys, you know, like Cat, like Devin Booker, who are going to be drafted here in this redraft tonight. Uh, and also tonight, you know, allegedly the Donda drops happening, but I think it might be the time. Uh, I might be out of college and uh, have a family of four by the time Donda drops. So I don't know about you guys, but how are we doing tonight? Bro, that shit never dropping. Yeah, <laughs> just expect that it's not going to drop. And then if it does, it'll just be even oh, better. Exactly. He's it's like, bro, it's like a whole lot of red. That shit was hype for like five years and then it dropped and we were just like, bro. Yeah, I just expect it never to drop, honestly. Nothing's worse than Pissy Pamper. It hasn't dropped in like six years, I feel like, but. We'll move on. We got basketball content here. And with the first overall pick, the Minnesota Timberwolves are on the clock. Minnesota Timberwolves selected Kentucky big man Carl Anthony Towns, um, a super versatile big who's, you know, stretched it out to be one of the best three-point shooters, probably the best three-point shooting uh, five in the league today, uh, has still struggled to develop a real uh, defensive game. I mean, he can get blocks, but that's not really the end-all be-all as we see with a guy like Hassan Whiteside in the league today. But um, there's also another guy, you know, his teammate drafted uh, 13th overall uh, in real life uh, to the Phoenix Suns from this draft, Devin Booker. I believe those are the two guys Carson is considering here at this pick, but I'll hand it off to him. He's got the first pick. What are you doing? Yeah, you're definitely correct. Um, I mean, it's pretty close stats-wise. You know, Booker, 23 points per game. Towns is 22.9. You know, Towns is 52%. Uh, you know, field goal percentage, Booker, 45. And then on threes, Towns is better. I mean, he's 39%, Booker's 35%. But, you know, Booker, like, was the best player on a finals team, averaging 28 points. Like, he's gotten much, much better on defense, too, which is, like, not the case for Towns. And I think, you know, that two-way ability as a team defender, isolation defender, like, you got to go Booker just because more success. Now, obviously, Towns' circumstance hasn't been, you know, they were probably in the same situation for the most part. But then the Suns, you know, bossed up and got CP3, which helped Booker, you know, Evolve so Towns is waiting for his version of CP3 to come through, but I gotta take Booker at one. Can't go wrong with the pick. I mean, like yeah. we said, he found himself in the NBA Finals this season, and he was really, you know, Chris Paul didn't really make a huge impact in that series. It was really Devin Booker willing them out there. Alasi alongside a supporting cast, it was one of the best in the league this season. But I mean, can't go wrong uh, with Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, sorry, Devin Booker here at one. So that will lead me to the second overall pick with the Los Angeles Lakers, who they selected D'Angelo Russell, a very talented guard out of Ohio State. I want to say a little bit of a surprise pick uh, during the draft. I remember watching it, uh, but still a young guard with a lot of promise, you know, showed the ability to play make out there. And we saw, you know, especially in his one-star season so far when he led the Brooklyn Nets, a dumpster fire of an organization uh, to the NBA playoffs, uh, behind an all-star appearance as well. Obviously, uh, on one of the Nets teams that was most infamous you know, for their uh, dancing to pissy pamper, as we were talking about uh, just a couple of minutes ago, as uh, dancing on there on the sidelines. But uh, here at the second overall pick, um, I'm going to select Carl Anthony Towns out of Kentucky. Uh, a statistical monster uh, when you look at the advanced metrics on here. 
uh, in the class in terms of uh, win shares, he's 20 above second place, which is insane. 20, uh, 55, I believe, uh, to Montrez's Hills, 33. Um, like Carson already kind of went over, he's a guy that can shoot the three. He can rebound. Uh, you know, post, he can score with the best of them. I think he's really getting underrated here at this point in his career. You know, a lot of people, are, all these eyes are shining towards, you know, the Joel Embiid's, the Nikola Jokic's, which rightfully so. But, I mean, there was a point in time where it was Joel Embiid versus Cat for, you know, the top big man in the league before, you know, a guy like DeMarcus Cousins went down with an injury. But um, I'll take Carl Anthony Towns here, and uh, that really wins when the draft begins here. I'd say Jose's got a, his pick. I'd say it gets a little bit more controversial here. So the third overall pick, Philadelphia select. Philadelphia 76ers selected Duke big man, Jaleel Okafor, a guy who I thought had a lot of promise in this league, but who knows? He might've been dealt the wrong hand going to a Philadelphia team that was, you know, going. No, to- he came in, he came in the league way too late. If he came in like yeah. 10 years before he would be, he'd be posted. He'd be like Al Jefferson. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly who, but he literally got drafted. Like, like this is the first year, like this is 2015, 2016 with like the Warriors, like, you know, taking off, we go 73 and nine, like shooting is like, the new like the new thing in the NBA and he literally got drafted the year that that happened where his skill set was like completely on the opposite side of the offensive spectrum so it's just bad timing yeah. so unlucky bro imagine like yeah. spending your whole like you training <laughs> your post moves yeah. like becoming a better rebounder and shit yeah but I mean I kind of never really understood how it worked. I feel like it was kind of how they treated Michael Carter Williams in a way where they both had really promising young rookie seasons. And then they just kind of said, bye. Like they didn't really give Jaheel a chance. Uh, they started to start Nerlens Noel over him uh, that next season, ch- cut his minutes yeah. uh, down by eight. And then before, before you knew it, he was out uh, to Brooklyn. But here at the third overall pick, Jose is on the clock. There's a lot of guys that I think you go with. You can look at Chris Stops, You can look at D'Angelo Russell. You can even look at an undrafted guy potentially in Christian Wood. Um, but I'll let Jose do the talking here. Yeah. Um, this Philadelphia roster actually had Christian Wood on it in 2015, which is kind of wild. Um, I mean, Nick Stauskas is on here. Merlin's Noel. Yeah, the process is still very bad. Very bad. Like, this is like prime – process area i mean this is like sam hinkey's fucking heyday um but i kind of want to take d'angelo russell just because they don't really have a point guard right now it looks like their starting point guard was tj mcconnell or tony no it was tony roten baby it was tony roten yeah tony roten so i mean i'm gonna take d'angelo russell um you know have him run the point for them probably the best point guard you know, they would have had up until today. I mean, unless you want to say Ben Simmons is better than him. For like a couple a couple years, maybe, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, until- I'm gonna go D Lo. I, oh, I, 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 mean, yeah. I think he's a solid player. No, yeah, hundred percent. Like I mean, like we talked about earlier in this video, he's a guy who was an all star, uh, was part of the sign in trade that was able to land Kevin Durant in Brooklyn. Um, and a vital piece that has brought the uh, Golden State Warriors, Jonathan Kuminga, and uh, Andrew Wiggins, two guys who look to be uh, huge pieces for this team going forward, uh, especially Wiggins who might get moved in a f- trade. Whoever knows, we don't know if a trade's going to happen still. But we'll move on. 
Uh, now with the fifth overall pick, the Orlando Mad. I mean, sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. The fourth overall pick, the yeah, New York thing. Knicks selected the Latvian gangster, Kristaps Porzingis, a guy who had a lot of highlights in his rookie season, mind you. Uh, was infamous for his putback dunks that he had, you know, over LaMarcus Aldridge, I know, was one. I know he had one on the Raptors. Uh, a super promising young big man, which I believe, I think the injuries have derailed his career a little bit. Uh, he hasn't been able to be healthy. And, um, you know, sometimes when he's on the court, he can be a little bit timid. Uh, being the size he is, he isn't really a great rebounder due to his frail frame. And, you know, he's kind of a guy that, like, he's a forward that plays like a guard in the way that he – where he, he gets his buckets from and kind of where he positions himself. But uh, he could be the pick here. He could not. But that's up for Carson to decide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Porzingis, you know, you mentioned it. He just got super unlucky. I think, uh, you know, if he goes three to Philly, like, you know, the couple years before the ACL injury, like when he was, like, prime, like – you know, Knicks, like, defensive anchor, too, and he's just getting buckets. I think him and Embiid would have been, like, so fun for, like, what, two, you know, two, three years? Um, that would have been an insane, you know, front court duo. But just, you know, super unlucky. Uh, definitely thinking about taking him here because I think his peak is, like, probably out of the guys left, like, the highest for sure just because he showed a ton, a ton of potential um, in the years that he was healthy in New York. But I think where he's, like, a depreciating asset right now, Christian Wood is like on the come up, on the ascension. And I think you know, I'd rather be patient and get Wood now than Porzingis now. So I'm going to go ahead and take Wood. Undrafted, but I mean, he's 21 and 10. Floor spacer, he's got some shooters now, like Jalen Green, Christopher. Uh, he's efficient too. And uh, I think he's only getting better, man. He's like hitting his stride right now. So he's a guy I think going in the next season is going to be extremely underrated. Uh, he's going to be the lead big man for them out there, uh, uh, out there in Houston. Um, he's going to have all these young guys around him, but he's going to be, you know, I mean, aside John Wall and like Eric Gordon, who I don't think are going to make a huge impact, he's going to be the the kind of the veteran, like the big, the best player out there on the team. So can't go wrong with the pick. Uh, that leaves me here with Orlando, uh, who in the fifth overall pick in the 2015 NBA draft selected Mario Hazonia, uh, a young spell forward who I thought had a lot of promise. Uh, super athletic. One of these guys like I alluded to in the beginning that were super promising that never really panned out. There's kind of a stretch of like 10 of them uh, from this point yep. on that never really panned out. Uh, maybe, you know, still solid role players that, you know, you wouldn't mind having on your team, but not Hamazonia. Hamazonia is kind of the bust of the group by far. So uh, Orlando. Stanley Johnson him. too. I thought Stanley was going to be raw. Yeah. We'll get to him in a second though. But yeah. Hamazonia. Uh, I mean, with this Orlando Magic pick, uh, I'm just going to have to take Kristaps Porzingis, the last remaining all-star left on this list. And uh, I think, you know, sending him to Orlando, uh, you're looking at, you know, you got a roster, you got uh, Alfred, you probably actually the best way you'd run this, you put Oladipo at the one, you got Fournier at the two, you got Tobias at the three, you got Kristaps at the four, and you got Vucevic at the five, a team that Vucevic, not at this point, was really a three-point shooter, but in a couple seasons would develop into one of the best uh, stretch big man in the league. Uh, in this season, uh, he shot less than one attempt a game. I mean, less than uh, a tenth of an attempt a game, and then would slowly progress uh, into his first all-star season where he was shooting about three, and now he's up to nearly seven a game. But uh, I think it'd be a super dynamic, uh, young front court. And, and then 
who knows who they bring alongside them, but I think you can rock at that. You keep uh, Aaron Gordon on the bench, uh, have him run that second unit. Uh, and so that will be the pick here. I'll take Chris Stops Brzingis off the board. Uh, so we'll move on then. Uh, solid, solid. Yeah. No, solid. He, had, he has the highest peak left. I mean, you're getting him for two, three solid years. Like, why not? That's better than probably most of the other peak. I think, like, a couple of these guys could maybe get there, but – that's a stretch, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So we'll go on. Of course, I had to give it to him because of I think course, for every, of course, because I think of for every single redraft, Jose is going to have a king pick to use, unfortunately. <laughs> that's so, that's Arson, so sad. So I have left uh, for the Warriors for the time being. So, yeah, we're, I think we're good. We're going to have to do some other teams. Uh, <laughs> Willie Colley Stein here was the pick for the Sacramento Kings in 2015. Uh, a very like kind of like a DeAndre Jordan esque sort of player, uh, a guy that could just run, dunk, play play good defense, and he was drafted when uh, Demarcus Cousins was still the starting center on this team. It was very well, you know, one of the best players in the league at this point. Um, but you know, it was kind of people were thinking, is he going to be the guy that's going to replace him? He's going to be the guy that, you know, plays power forward alongside him, something like that. We didn't know what it was going to be like. And, of course, it didn't turn out uh, because the Kings, uh, a player later in this draft, has now ended up becoming uh, that center that they wanted him to be. But, Jose, you can get anyone you want here off the remaining people, and who's it going to be? Yeah, I mean, I could go on and on about how trash this pick is. I mean, he's a seven-foot, like, guy that can't rebound. He averages five rebounds in his first year, four rebounds in his second year. Like when you drafting, when you're drafting him to put him alongside DeMarcus Cousins, who's still in his prime, like still the most dominant center in the league. This is like three years before the ACL, like before anything ever happened. Um, and you drafted a center, but uh, I think I'm going to go, I'm, I think I'm going to have to go with a wing. I mean, this roster is constructed kind of, Interestingly, I mean, we had Marco Bellinelli, um, Ben McElmore, another draft bust, um, Rajon Rondo, Rudy Gay was actually really good for us this year, um, <laughs> Darren Collison, Omri Caspi. This was the first season that I really, like, became, uh, like, a Kings fan, Kings fan. Y'all were interesting, though. Like, Rondo was great. Uh, Caspi, yeah. I think – he might have broken out this season. I mean, not broken out, but like became like yeah. a really. He was, was a solid starter. Yeah. Yeah, I remember he had that game when he when because the Warriors games were always really competitive. Like yeah. they had that one game where him and Curry were going like back to back, like knocking yeah. down. Yeah. Curry. He was a knockdown shooter. Um, but the thing is, like we never we've never really had wing depth, and we've never really had like a great wing or a great guy on the wing. So I think because of that, I'm gonna take. Norman Powell, um, obviously a guy that just got paid this offseason. Um, yep. One of the best, time. you know, small forwards in the league right now. Um, yeah, I think he would definitely still help our team out today. And who knows if we would have ever been able to develop him. I mean, he wasn't drafted until the second round, damn near the end of the draft. So, yeah, I'm going with him. Can't go wrong. I have no problems with this pick. Carson? Yeah, me neither. I mean, I would have loved to have him at Denver at number seven. That's exactly who else who else gonna go yeah. with. But 
Um, yeah, Powell would be fantastic on the Kings. And then you'd be able to trade Barnes. You know, you get some assets back for him. Um, and then I think you got something to work with. But it just sucks because Powell, you know, I think he has kind of like a negative connotation on him just because, like, you know, he's on, he's signed this massive deal to Portland. But it's like he's a great player, but it's not like he really pushes Portland, you know, to anything, you know, where Dame's going to want to stay. So, that you know, kind of sucks for him. But he's at almost like 19 points per game now. He's like an elite, like, 3 and D guy. Like, like every team wants a Norman Powell for sure. So, as high as six, like, I'm here for it. And he really started I, – I remember, I think he played in the playoffs his rookie year. Like, he really, like – I remember him, like, he broke out in the scene, like, was super athletic. And, like, the Raptors, a phenomenal development team, by the way. I think one of the best yeah. in the league. Getting the best out of people like Chris Boucher, Pascal Siakam, uh, obviously Norman Powell. A lot of guys that weren't even in the lottery at all. I think when they yeah. won the finals – I don't remember who their one lottery pick was, but it wasn't a guy that was like jump out there at the screen. Like Kawhi was their best. He was 15th. Uh, Kyle Lowry was not even a lottery pick at all. Uh, you can just go down the list, but shout out Norm Powell though. He deserves the money he got though. Yeah. He's they more than a three and D guy too. Like he's like super athletic. He can create his own shot. Like, yeah. I mean, you mentioned that he's been developed, uh, you know, in the Raptors organization, like reaching his potential for show. It's time for them to get rid of CJ, though. I'll tell you that. Nobody yeah, it's, wants it's him. time for them to blow it up. To blow he needs it up. to be the two guard. So we'll move on, though. And Carson alluded to uh, the Denver Nuggets are the next team here, selecting number seven. And one of my favorite point guard prospects of all time was Emmanuel Moutier, who was the pick here, a guard uh, from Congo, formerly from the United States, but took overseas. Uh, the first guy, one of the first guys to pave that way. Until you know, you see guys like Lonzo Ball doing it and RJ Hampton both in the same draft. But uh, Moutier really never developed a consistent jumper, was super athletic, but uh, he was always just missing it. They was never really consistent with it. But uh, Denver, uh, you know, had a couple draft misses in these uh, last couple seasons. I think, uh, and not, not obviously not this year, but I think it would maybe two years from now. Uh, they would miss out on uh, Donovan Mitchell because they would trade uh, Trey Lyles for him. But um, oh no, sorry, Trey Lyles. Steve Trey Lyles for Donovan Mitchell. But we'll hurt. we'll just finish it up. Carson, seventh overall pick. Who are you looking at? Yeah, that one hurts. Mitchell, Murray, Porter Jr., Jokic. Yeesh. Um, but you know, with the uh, with the Nuggets, you know, I'm getting Jamal Murray uh, next season, so that's why Rozier. Kind of, you know, cross him off. I mean, I think that would be a pretty fun backcourt, but you know, not really, uh, not really an ideal fit. So I think I'm gonna go ahead and go with Miles Turner, just a you know, elite rim protector that can pair with Jokic, so Jokic doesn't have to you know do much on the defensive end. And I think he's you know complimentary on offense because he's a good three point shooter, and you know he doesn't have to be stuck in the paint. Um, and then you know you can bring him inside, use Jokic outside. It'd be pretty creative with those two in the front court. Um, and he helps Jokic on defense, and that I think that's crucial. And the Nuggets need to address that going forward. That's why I really like McGee. You know, them getting him as a deadline, but you know, not keeping him. So exactly, yeah. cannot go wrong. Does anything to add to that? I mean, yeah, I think it makes sense, uh, especially defensively. Take some of that load off of Jokic. I mean, they could probably they could probably use him now. I mean, he probably yeah. would definitely get PT now. 
Well, that's a weird thing though. Like he's been on the trade, you know, trade market for like the last like two for years so probably. Long. Yeah. And no one's like jumped out and gotten him. So it's a little like bit of a red flag, but I mean, I would still want him yeah. on my team. I mean, but it's just weird how, I mean, the Celtics could have got him. They could have got Hayward for, you know, Turner and then maybe like McConnell or McDermott or something like Celtics would would really want that right now. That would be crucial yeah. for their squad. But yeah, Robert maybe their Williams. asking price is too high. Yeah, whatever. We'll move on here with the eighth overall pick. Uh, the Detroit Pistons were on the clock, and this is where they selected Stanley Johnson, a forward out of Arizona. Uh, like Carson alluded to, did not pan out at all. Uh, really, nope. just never developed the skills that he was projected to have, which was three and D. And he can, can't really do much of that. I mean, he's, I think he's a solid defender, but I mean, not the defender that he was drafted to be. But yeah, you need, look at this Detroit roster at the time. God, it's fucking ugly. They got Reggie Jackson, who they just paid nice. a bag to. Uh, they got Greg and Greg Monroe and Andre Drummond, both players playing in generations uh, far too late for their uh, needs. Uh, I think this is the season that they bought out the infamous Josh Smith contract. Uh, one of the one of the forgotten stars of the 2000s uh, in the 2010s by the well 2010s I believe by the way, um, yep. but just he's looking at still getting paid. Yeah, I bet that contract's still going. I know he's on that. Uh, what's Bobby Benoa contract? Yeah, he's re- like Bobby Bonilla. That, Bro, he's that like- is actually ridiculous. <laughs> one of those he's getting stars. paid till I'm like 30. Exactly. He is living the life, bro. He's been retired for so long now. <laughs> but also looking at this team, I mean, there was no promise in him at this time because it took a trade for him to become good. Uh, but that's Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie is on this roster. Tayshawn Prince is on this roster. Karan <laughs> Butler. Cody – I mean, Jody Meeks. Kyle Singler. Uh, Joel Anthony. There's a lot of just random names on this team. A uh, dumpster oh, fire organization but since uh, oh. you know, the good old days. But uh, I'm just going to give him the scoring guard in the wing. Thank goodness Carson didn't take uh, him because it would have made this selection a little bit harder. Uh, I'm taking Terry Rozier here out of Louisville. Honestly, it took a little while for him to kind of blossom into his own. Uh, was riding the bench there for a long time in Boston. Really got that showing when he played uh, the Wizards in the first round when John Wall infamously said, like, who? when they were asking uh, about Terry Rozier to him, and then he kind of just popped <laughs> on him. Scary Terry, was that when the nickname developed? And, you know, a really underrated season out there uh, in Charlotte yeah. this year. Uh, he's still going to be the starter over James Buknight, I assume. Uh, Buknight will have to find his way into that rotation, uh, even though, I mean, we they did just lose Devontae Graham in a sign-and-trade, but still. Um, I'll just take Terry Rozier off there. Uh, a really talented uh, defensive and offensive guy, uh, two-way guy now nowadays. So even if they got to wait, Detroit's got plenty of fucking time because this roster's dog shit. They're and still drafted in the lottery, bro. <laughs> exactly. They just took the number one overall pick, which I think I think he's going to be the guy that's going to help turn them around, though, in Cade Cunningham, which we could go yeah, on. They got one in Cade, for sure. I believe in Cade. He, he's really, a hey, knock on wood, bro. No, there's no way he no. bought I see no bust potential in it. But like, but like, there's there's also busting due to injury, due oh, to like yeah. Yeah, so yeah, much yeah. other shit. Like, oh, yeah, God. That I don't count to... that though. Like injuries don't really count towards that. Just like if you're healthy and you don't live. Yeah. If he's on the court, he's gonna be well. He's gonna be fantastic. 
And I think they're, they're starting to build a decent roster out there. And they had a coach with a playoff pedigree in Dwayne Casey. But yep. yeah, I can see them competing for a play-in, you know, like a 11th, 10th seed. Yeah. yeah, 100%. It's all if it goes worth the right way. The but East got better, though. The East got a lot – like, not a lot better, but they definitely – I'm on the Knicks with Fournier. The Heat, Lowry up. on the Heat, bro. I mean, the Nets got more depth. The Raptors oh, can nice. be better now. Who knows? Oh, yeah, yeah, Raptors can be better. Pacers are going to be better. Pacers. Because yeah. they got they got Carlisle, which is a very underrated, you know, coaching pickup. Yeah, man, oh. East is going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Much more, actually, I don't know. Deeper, a little bit deeper. Conference, both conferences will be a little interesting. But we'll move on here. And the number nine overall pick, the Charlotte, I believe, Bobcats, maybe. It's, I think it was the Hornets by this nah, time. No, maybe we're the Hornets. Yeah. Um, Selected Frank the Tank Kaminsky out of Wisconsin. Uh, you know, uh, his buddy Sam Decker was selected later in this draft, who, you know, just had a huge signing uh, minimum deal to the Toronto Raptors. Oh, is it Toronto Raptors, I believe? Yeah. So Frank the Tank, uh, a stretch five, uh, one of the young ones in the making, a uh, really dominant college player, by the way. But uh, here in this redraft, I'd assume he's not in anyone's top 14. Uh, so I'll hand it off to Jose here with Charlotte. And what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, I believe this roster was a was a playoff team. I think this was like their first year in the playoffs. They were an eighth seed. I, all I remember is that video of Kemba with like uh, telling the fans in the in like courtside to put the shirts on, and they would not put the shirts on. <laughs> He's like, bro, put the shirts on. Uh, but he was so hyped to be on the playoffs. Like he really, yeah. he really loved playing on the Hornets. Um, but like, it's such a weird roster. I mean, they have. Nick Batum, MKG, Courtney Lee, Jeremy Lamb, Jeremy Lynn, Marvin Williams. Al Jefferson was still on this team. They got Tyler, you trying to catch these hands, bro. Like, <laughs> weird roster, bro. But, yeah, I mean, they somehow like made the playoffs. B-level players, like just a bunch yeah. of them. Yeah. A bunch of white guys, too. Like, so many white guys. Um <laughs> But, yeah, I honestly have no idea where I'm going to go with this pick. Part of me wants to take a win because they don't really have – I mean, they got Batum. Best available, bro. Best available. But, like, Batum now is kind of the the best small ball center in the league. Um, it wasn't on the Hornets, though, so keep that in yeah, mind. Yeah, facts. I think I think this team needs a, needs a little more star power and not because he's good at basketball but because – he brings fans to the stadium, and that's Kelly Oubre. I'm taking him. He's not a bad player at all. He's not they a bad player. Really he sells tickets. He yeah, he sell sells tickets. tickets. <laughs> he will sell tickets, and he will get you nice. likes on social media. Yeah, he can thirst trap the fuck out of your fans. That's all that matters. But, no, I mean, he's a little bit lower on my mock. But, I mean, not my mock, my big board. But it's about fit here. I think he fits perfectly in the team. Um I mean, you can see a guy like Josh Richardson, but Josh Richardson doesn't have the ceiling Kelly Oubre does. Josh Richardson is a really solid role player. But, yeah. So, without further ado, we'll move on to the 10th overall pick, arguably one of Carson's favorite prospects from what I know. Uh, Injustice Winslow was the pick here out of Duke. Mm. Uh, a guy that uh, – yeah, he could have been something special, was viewed as the steal of the draft. I think he could have gone as high as five in this, in this draft. Maybe even four. I honestly don't remember, but I know he was really highly touted out of Duke. 
uh, alongside Jaleel Okafor. Uh, but, you know, he kind of – they don't really know – they didn't really know how to play him. I mean, he played small forward for a long time. Then the Heat tried him at powerful – I mean, that point guard, and then they kind of just shipped him off, off the Memphis. And then his career's kind of been ups and downs from there. So, uh, Carson, you can rewrite history here at the Miami Heat. Uh, who are they bringing there? You know, not the LeBron placement, uh, allegedly in Justice Winslow, but uh, perhaps another guy, maybe a big man. A lot of guys still left on the board. I mean, Winslow, um, you know, that's just sad. I mean, I, at Duke, he was so dope. I thought super highly of him. I thought he was going to be a stud. Just a shame. Uh, you know, this Heat team uh, is actually, like, pretty good. I mean, they're, like, a game away from playing in the conference finals. I mean, this is, like – Chris Bosch's last like really good season. He was like 19 points a game, you know, before, you know, sadly had to leave the league. Uh, Lou Aldane, Drogic, uh, you know, Haslam still good, Joe Johnson, uh, and then Wade still, you know, doing, you know, old man Wade, he's, you know, like 14, 15 points a game, but still hitting you clutch shots um, in the playoffs too. And so was this Dion is like on a, this team? Dion Waiters? Uh, yeah, I think so. Not yet. Maybe he got yet. drafted. No, I think he got drafted next year. No, he's drafted. He just hasn't got traded yet. Yeah. Yeah, not oh, yet. He's yeah, not you're on right, the team. Right, right. I mean, you got like Joe Johnson kind of playing like that that waiter's role. He was still really good. So this is like a playoff rate team that, you know, I'm looking for someone that you can throw in, fit right in. And, you know, who knows? I might put him over the top to, you know, play the Cavs in the conference finals. Hmm. You know, we got Trez. We got uh, Holmes. I'm looking between those two, honestly. Just let's see. You know, honestly, I'm going to go with Holmes, another big man. Uh, pair him with Chris Bosch, protect the rim. And, uh, you know, Holmes is a nice player, man. He's like in that 60% field goal range. He's got that most goaded little push shot that like never misses. And uh, I'll take that on this team. I think that puts them at least in the conference finals. No way they're beating the Cavs, but hey, you can say you made the conference finals, and Holmes would fit perfectly with this team. Can't go the wrong. Ideal, the ideal, like modern day center. I mean, he's super fast, catches lobs, can rebound, brim protect. He's not super huge, so like he's not clunky. Yeah, like he can't shoot threes or anything, but what he's good at, he's like really, really good at. Like, is yeah. really exceptional at. If yeah, the Hornets, like actual center, center. Yeah. If the yeah. Hornets didn't get Kai Jones, I would not have been surprised if they threw twenty million at Rashawn Holmes. Yeah. yeah. Like a, a huge offer sheet to him because he's a guy that would they would love in Charlotte. That that's a guy yeah. that would be fun with them. Uh, all crazy and stuff. Or like even if the Rockets didn't have Christian Wood with the youth on their team, that would be a perfect guy for them as well. I mean, there's a lot of teams that would like a player like Rashawn Holmes. So. Surprise! Teams didn't homes. throw money at him. He's like most 27, these guys are like, 28. Yeah, 26, 27. That's what most of these guys in this range. Like, I was surprised the Kings were able to get him back relatively easily. Oh yeah, not, not too much of a hassle. Yeah, why was it so expected that Holmes was going to come back to Sacramento? Like Sacramento, like not a lot of people, you know, resign. Like yeah, yeah, freaking Hornets. I mean, there's plenty of teams that Holmes would be nice on. Mm-hmm. But hey, uh, we'll move on. And with the uh, 11th pick here in the 2015 NBA draft, the Indiana Pacers selected Miles Turner out of Texas. Uh, 
starting a long, long trend of Texas big men being selected here in this dra- these drafts, Mo Bamba, Jackson Hayes, and uh, as I just talked about a second ago, Kai Jones. Uh, all guys <laughs> with very fucking similar molds. Besides, I think Miles Turner is a little bit more, like, less athletic of a guy than they are. But uh, He's Jackson the most Hayes. evolved version because yeah. he's got the shooting. <laughs> yeah. Jackson Hayes is uh, the most evolved version. <laughs> the Pokemon no, card in the back. Shout out my roommates. But anyways. Jackson Hayes, Mo Bamba, and uh, Kai Jones are literally the molded, the same person. There's no difference between those guys. But, yeah, we'll move yeah. on to the more important stuff. Looking at this Indiana roster in 2014-15, going into the draft, uh, they were uh, having Paul George recover uh, after he just played eight games in the prior season, uh, coming off one of the most gruesome injuries I've seen in my entire life. Um, But but the rest of the roster, uh, not too much promise. For God's sake, Luis Scola was already 34 on this roster, and this man was just playing Olympic basketball this year. (laughs) Yeah, dude. And And it was nice. Yeah, I know, but like this man looks like he's like he could he could pull off like being sixty, like not sixty, like fifty. I wouldn't be surprised. He's whatever, but still, <laughs> and, and a solid player, by the way, uh, a good bench guy on this team. But solid role guy. We got guys like David West, obviously Roy Hippert, uh, on the decline here from when he was an All Star. Um, we got George Hill, the leading scorer of this team. A uh, guy who has paved out a very good NBA career as a solid point guard. Uh, CJ Miles, Rodney Stuckey. And kind of looking at this, I'm stuck between two players. I got Montrez Harrell and I got Josh Richardson on my eyes here. And I could see my, I mean, uh, my, sorry, Montrez Harrell being a good fit here because you got, you know, two really slow big men and it would be a good change of pace to have, you know, Paul George running with a big man. That would be a lot faster than that. But also looking at it at the same time, I feel like Josh Richardson would fit perfectly on this team. Uh, but, you know, you still have Rodney Stuckey and CJ Miles, who I think kind of fit that role already. So uh, I'm going to select Montrez Hale here out of Louisville, a guy who went uh, in the with the 31st pick uh, in this draft, a guy that I wanted the Warriors to draft so badly. Uh, I just thought he had a cool name, and he just seemed like he was going to be a good, good prospect. <laughs> I didn't know too much at the time, but – uh, and I ended up being right because fuck Kevon Looney. Uh, I don't care if he's solid or not, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll take Montrez Hale here. Uh, and that will move us on uh, to the 12th pick, unless we have anything else to say. No, I mean, sixth man of the year, great scoring energy off the bench. You know, it doesn't have the three point shot on the defense kind of sucks, but he's like a second, third quarter, just like plug and play guy. It's going to get you, you know, it could get you like 20 points a night, like, you know, every night. So. Can't go wrong. Even if he's on your bench, he's going to be a good player, valuable asset. Yeah, definitely. He just gets buckets, so. Can't go wrong. He gets buckets. So, speaking of not getting buckets, we got Trey Lyles here. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Trey. He was good on that Kentucky team, though. He was good, but. Who did he get traded for? Wasn't it for you? Mitchell. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitchell. That's who they valued. That's a shit. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, one oh. of the shit trades. But, hey, uh, Jose, you're here to rewrite history here. Obviously, the Utah Jazz selected Trey Lyles, who did not last long yeah. on that roster. Uh, but, you know, they, they got uh, Donovan Mitchell out of it. So, shout out the Nuggets for being stupid. Um, yeah, so, 
Well, I mean, who's your, I mean, who's you guys, your, are you just going to rock with Trey Lowes to keep beating that trade piece? Or are you going to look at someone else and hope another nah. miracle? No. Nah. <laughs> they get some other guys. I'm guy. definitely not taking Trey Lowes. Um, shit. I mean, this roster needs a point guard. Their starting point guard right now is Trey Burke, who was a bucket at one point, but just like not starting caliber. I mean, he's. Hey, he got compared to Allen Iverson for a couple of minutes when he was in New York when he was hitting some buckets. When I remember, had, yeah, when he had the braids and he was yeah, dropping he was dirty. Allen Iverson compared. I'm like, shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he's got a really like really nice handle, really nice like like bag of moves, but he's just not he's just not a starter, bro. Um, so I think the thing is, there's not that many starting point guards here. But there is a guy right now. Hey, my bias might be showing, but I'm gonna take him. I already know who it is. <laughs> Delon Wright averaged ten points per game this last guy. year. Shot forty percent from three, bro. Like that's solid for this Jazz that's team who didn't really have much. I mean, they got Gordon Hayward and Derek Favors and fucking Raul Neto. So. <laughs> I mean, I think DeLon Wright provides a pretty good boost offensively and defensively for this team. He's Clarkson before Clarkson. Yeah. I don't think he's got he's got he's got a worse version. Worst version of better defender than Clarkson. He's more of a George Hill. He's George Hill. I think that's what his comp is. Yeah. Yeah. Who also ended up on this team at some point. (laughs) But hey, all right. So then we'll move on. Honestly, the Phoenix Suns here are not going to be able to select Devin Booker here out of Kentucky. Uh, the sixth the sixth man on this roster, by the way, uh, when he was at Kentucky, but it turned out to be who we see as the number one overall selection from this redraft. But Carson, who's Phoenix filling the role with Devin Booker? Uh, or are they just going to take another guy that's going to get them to a top pick in the next couple of seasons? Um, that's most likely the case since they're not getting <laughs> Booker, but – uh, you know, not many uh, Booker prototypes left in this draft. I mean, you know, I got Nance Jr., who I actually like, you know, good vertical spacer. He can knock down some threes. I like TJ McConnell. He's like your ideal backup point guard, like ideal. Um, you know, McConnell's solid. Campaign's on the board to get in the uh, Phoenix early. Um the tank you know i'm just gonna go mcconnell i know what i'm getting backup point guard he's solid he picks up your favorite point guard full court solid solid backup dude all right C- cannot go wrong so we'll move on to the next pick in the last pick of this draft uh with oklahoma city thunder selected the dance god himself and uh one of the best backup point guards in the league by the way in Cameron Payne, who has come a long way from uh, being a bum out there, working his way, playing in Chicago. I know he's overseas in a while uh, to ending up on that bubble suns team to now uh, he may, he played decent out there in the playoffs. I mean, he had that huge yep. 20 point game, but um, massive, massive game. That's the campaign game game. That's it. Yeah. Not as good as the Terrence man game, but still it's up man, there. Not as good as the, yeah, the man game and however many Reggie Jackson games we got, yeah, Man, Reggie Jackson was getting the whole playoffs. Yeah, mm-hmm. getting buckets. But now looking at this Oklahoma City Thunder roster, uh, we got Kevin Durant, we got Russell Westbrook, 
Uh, Ennis Cantor was brought over on this roster. Um, so looking at what direction I'm going, wait, I got to check real quick. I think they might have traded for – oh, no, they had not traded for Victor Oladipo until the following season. So thinking how I'm going to go, uh, one player that I would love to take here would be uh, Josh Richardson. Uh, I think he'd be a perfect fit uh, alongside these guys. Hold up. Who's the other guy I was eyeing down? Uh, who was it? Hold up. I literally just looked at him. I said, oh, he'd be perfect for this team. Um, oh, oh, shoot. Royce O'Neal. I feel like Royce O'Neal developed on this team would be a, a great, like, better, like a Thabocephalosha, but a little bit bigger, better than that. And he played really well in the playoffs this year, by the way. Uh, but yeah. I think just in terms of fit, I feel like, you know, they avoid having to go out there. I mean, they probably would still do the trade regardless because it took a little bit for Josh Richardson to come into his own. But uh, I think Josh Richardson would be perfect alongside Westbrook and KD. He can just be that guy that sits and shoots threes and plays defense for them, which is what this team needed alongside those two stars. So uh, I'll rock Josh Richardson to be the final pick of this NBA redraft and just kind of look at some guys uh, that did not get their name called here tonight. Uh, we got Shetty Osman, uh, infamously known for being in the uh, finals player and be, being out there uh, in that uh, train, that uh, practice that one day, that uh, training session. All <laughs> the most goaded practice in, in Osman. <laughs> exactly. Um, some other guys, um, Quinn Cook, Quinn Cook, With the vibes, bringing the vibes. Royce O'Neal, uh, campaign didn't get drafted uh, like we had just Wait, talked about. Wait, didn't you about. take Royce O'Neal? No, I, I took uh, Josh, Josh Richardson. Oh, okay, okay. A NBA champion, Bobby Portis and Pat Connaughton. Larry yeah. Nance Jr. was a super solid guy. Uh, seventh right. in win shares, by the way, in this. In this Frank uh, the Tank. Uh-huh. Willie um, hey. Hernan Gomez was hey, solid hey. on the next one point. Wait, Very deep with campaign? role players. I mean, Frank Kaminsky is still solid, but, you yeah. know. Dude, Rakeem Christmas? <laughs> Sorry, uh, Jordan Mickey. Uh, RJ Hunter hit one of the best uh, shots in March Madness history. But, uh, Sam Decker. Does, um, does Josh Richardson, does he help in the Western Conference Finals? Does he? Do we have a Josh Richardson game and then they end up winning the Conference Finals? Does he slow down Clay? <laughs> yeah, sure. It was prime, yeah, but today, hell no. Nah. No one was slowing down Clay. Absolutely no one. You could have put Kawhi on him, and I don't think hey, I was going to say you could put Kawhi, signed? you could put Michael Jordan. Sam Decker no got signed overseas to the Raptors. Yeah. You're taking over OG spot, you watch. OG. OG to the Kings. No, you're all getting Pascal Siakam. That's the raid rumors I'm seeing. Bro, there's nice. no way. There's no way. They're trading OG Marvin on your guys' squad. I like I'd OG. rather get OG. I'd rather get OG. I've seen Marvin Bagley, uh, Buddy Heald, and from first. There's no. I don't think they would accept that. I would like to contend for what the eight seed. Yeah, they want to contend for a playing spot. Like, yeah, what? at this point, like just get us in the playoffs, and then we'll, we'll see from there. I mean, like, I think Pascal was good, so. We haven't yeah. made the playoffs in my buddy. whole life. Like, my entire life, we have not 
played a playoff game, bro. Yeah, you guys will be in the, maybe the playing game. That's like the most you'll get, though. Have you played a meaningful game in your life in your entire life as a Kings fan? No, we've never even gotten no. close. No. Have y'all been above five hundred? <laughs> no, dude. that dude. We haven't even hit forty wins. Hey, shout out Yankees, bro. They got you. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it bounces um, out. Dude, next next draft, the 2016 draft is gonna be hella fun. Yep. Taking there are first some five some beasts. Five all stars. Thon fucking maker. Thon maker. <laughs> yeah, dude. Sabonis, Simmons, Jalen Brown, Ingram, Jamal Murray. Dude, there's also a, lot of, a lot of guys I thought was gonna be good. Denzel Valentine, I thought was a surefire dude to be solid. <laughs> Gerson Yapasele with a freaking uh, Suns getting Marquise Chris and Bender. Chris Dunn didn't pan out. Um, no, his ass ain't Malik Beasley, Karis LeVert, Tyler Eulis, TLC, Siaka, Malcolm Brogdon, yeah, Pat McCaw, bro. Yeah, uh, Brogdon. Yeah, this is dude, this is going to be a nice solid draft. Abdelmader. <laughs> Undrafted. I mean, also, also undrafted. I thought like they're. Yeah. Oh, Fred Van Vliet. Oh no yeah, way. Van Vliet. Van Schmidt. Uh, Dorian Farrell. Dorian. Ben Forbes. Nawaba. Jack Harrison. Derek Did someone mention Dejounte yeah. Murray already? That's solid. Yeah, he's also solid. Wayne Selden. Damian Lee. Al Russo. Yeah, he, that's gonna be a. That's gonna be fire. It's gonna be a banger. We'll take it out. Yeah, that's gonna be fire. Alex Crusoe probably a, gonna be a top like ten paid. I mean, like twenty player paid from this draft. Crusoe got that bag. Yep. Rightfully so. Rightfully but so. We could talk. Bulls? For- yeah, Bulls. What's the highest seed they could get? Three seed, four seed. Best case scenario. Dude, they don't. Who are gonna go? He hasn't been huh? traded. Marketing number has- one. All right, who's your number one seed right now? Hot take off the dome. Hawks. 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 I love the Carson pick there. Yeah, because think about it, bro. They're like the Nuggets like a couple years ago where they're like, they have the talent. Like they already showed like, you know, they got two games away from the NBA finals and they're going to come out next year like with a vengeance, bro. And they're super young. So they're built better for the regular season than every other team in the East. I think Oconcord takes a step. I don't know. Some one of their wings is gonna take a set. Yeah, reddish or hunter, reddish either or one can, can take hurter. one. Jalen Johnson's gonna show out. He's gonna show why he's one of the most. He was one of the undrafted guys. I mean, uh, lower drafted guys for. Uh, Cooper no coming off the bench. Trey's gonna go off. Collins Williams got resigned got... an hour ago. Who? Lou Williams got resigned. Oh, nice, Knicks, nice. Knicks nice. making a top four spot. No, they're. I'm fading the Knicks. Dude, yep. I don't know if they can keep their defensive uh, intensity and like now they've got Kemba, they've got Fournier, like yeah. But when if, when they put, when they uh, play Kemba and Fournier like for offense, they just like get rid of the defense. I don't know. Play together. Like, I don't know. I don't know how many minutes they'll get on the court together. They have to be do the you, start lineup though. Yeah, do you start quickly in Kemba? Mm. Fournier off the bench, Kemba off the bench, Kemba off the bench. Is it time? They got Burks, they got Nerlens. Yeah, they still have RJ Barrett. 
It'll be interesting. Jorge's going to get traded for, for Dame. Dame goes to New York. New York fans will never You heard it here first. Randall and Dame. Levert in the 2016 draft, too? Yeah. I know. Damn, this is going to be a banger one. I'm excited. At the time, like, this draft was kind of kind of ass. Like, there was not a lot of guys. Hey, that... You know who won Rookie of the Year, though? Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was, like, it was between him and jo- Joel Embiid's, like, 32 games. <laughs> or fucking um, Dario Saric. Hey, Dario was a beast, bro. I saw him play live when he was on the yeah. Sixers. He was, he was raw. He was not. Nice. Dude, we took like Marquise Chris. Like, how do you miss this many picks in a row? Marquise Chris was really good coming out of college. Bunker was the only one they got. The only one. Oh. You know, he, you know, he went to school in Sacramento. Marquise Chris did? Yeah, he went to uh, Pleasant Grove High School in, in uh, Sacramento. Oh, shit. Oh, but uh... – it's going to be exciting, whatever's coming out next, but we got some content for you. Hopefully an actual Sunday talk this time. I'll be off work, so we don't have to do any complications with that anymore. So, hey, cool. almost back to the 305, just a couple episodes from now. I'll be out there. Same. I'm almost I'm almost back down to Long Beach. A couple more days. I still got, like, a, I still got over a month. <laughs> yeah, you guys, it takes forever for you guys to start. Hey, go check the Instagram post. I found 90s Chris Middleton and Glenn Rice. Banger. Some banger stuff coming out there, boys. We are, and ladies, who who watching? I ain't discriminating out there. Yeah, no discrimination. F- yeah. Fancy football guides and tips are coming. We having a live stream on our draft coming the less than a month today. So oh, that's gonna are be. Are we a, actually? Are we actually gonna do that? Wait, gonna well, you're gonna be there, Chol. Aren't you gonna be there yeah. in person? Yeah, I didn't know we were gonna live stream it though. No, we got a live we're stream. Live stream. We're live. Yeah, we got to. You can put me up on the Zoom on the TV, and I can go. I, I can. We got, Chan, we got Chan. Chase will be in there. It'll be, be hype. hype. It'll be hype. Chase will be gone. Chase won't be that party. He moves in the uh, car. Uh, Where's damn. he going? Uh, Idaho. Shout out Chase oh, though. Sheesh. Really? Like Idaho? Like you? Or like is he going to Boise or school in Idaho? I don't know. Yeah, is he playing soccer? Cool. Yeah, he's playing soccer. Hey, shout out Chase Man, though. I know. Like, shout out to Chase. Yeah. You better be winning the boys. Nice. Tournament, Let's so. go. All right. Absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. Without further ado, it's Coast Coast Podcast. Love chatting with y'all. Signing out. Peace. Oh, I forgot. I-